Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. We have Fernando Mateo. Welcome back to uh, Cats at Night. Of course, Fernando Mateo is a Dominican-American businessman, activist. He was also a former uh, mayoral candidate, right, Republican candidate. Now, the crime here in New York City is getting out of control. I mean, we saw the group of female robbers wearing neon leotards. On the, We're seeing uh, b- bodegas getting ransacked, attacked. It's like never-ending people getting kicked in the face. You saw that woman. She might lose her eye. Fernando Mateo, what can we do to take our city back from the criminals? Well, first thing I want to do is thank uh, thank you guys. Thank John. Uh, it's an honor and a privilege to be on WABC Radio uh, because when you get on this on this radio station, you can speak the truth and be heard by people that have common sense. Common sense is a commodity. It doesn't exist anymore. Mm. Uh, it's very rare. So it's nice to be on a common sense radio station. Well, Fernando, uh, we did. I just want to tell the audience because we got a million people listening. It could be as much as a million right now. Uh, unless the, uh, the, our Jewish friends are in synagogue, uh, that we uh, did a roundtable discussion, two 15-minute roundtable discussions, and they'll be on the WABC website to discuss uh, like, uh, uh, Hispanic Heritage uh, Day and, uh, uh, and uh, what we should look out for and what the problems are. And, and uh, Joe, how else would you say it? Oh, I think... Everyone had a say. Fernando, you were, uh, uh, you spoke out. Fernando, you've been involved with the bodegueros, uh, los taxistas, uh, la comunidad dominicana. I've known Fernando, oh gee, for years and years, and he's always been active. Uh, I know his wife now is running a great restaurant up in the borough of the Bronx at a federal building. You haven't seen that in, gee, ever. So, Fernando, give us your uh, whole take on where are we all heading? Well, listen, we have a newly elected mayor. Um, I believe that the eight years de Blasio was there, he really destroyed the city. And his quarrels with uh, Governor Cuomo didn't help us at all. Uh, I believe it was time to have a Republican elected to office both at the governor, uh, the governor's uh, level as well as the, the city. That didn't happen. So, listen, we have uh, Mayor Eric Adams there. Uh, he was a Republican early on. Uh, he, he wants to do the best that he can for the city. And what we can do is basically support him, you know, give him some good ideas. He, he, he listens when you speak to him. And I believe that, you know, he's going to do the best that he can. But, you know, we need to take – um, these criminals and put them behind bars. The district attorneys need to get together with the mayor, discuss a plan like Giuliani had with when he was mayor, discuss a plan that's going to put these people away and not be free, you know, with this whole bail reform nonsense, because that is that, that it's total nonsense. Fernando, this is this is Craig Eaton, and you know what? I'm, I, first, I want to I want to congratulate you. I mean, you are the champion and the voice of small business owners throughout the city and state of New York. And without them, they wouldn't have a voice. But but just to touch on what you just said about Eric Adams, it really isn't Eric and the district attorneys because the district attorney's hands are tied as well. It's the state senate and the state assembly need to change the bail reform, the discovery laws, and all the other laws that they put in place a few years ago. It's up to them to do it, but 
But Eric needs to, and I'm a good friend of Eric Adams, and, and I always give him a pass because I say he's only been in office for less than a year, and everybody, you know, a month out was like, why aren't you doing anything? But he needs to stand up against the progressives. He needs to push back, and he needs to be pushing Albany before we can go to the district attorneys. Well, you know, I, I agree with, with what you're saying, but unless you get the power players to the table calling out of the Senate and, and the, the, the government in Albany, uh, you know, unless they do that and they call them out, nothing is going to happen. You know, the mayor of New York City has more power in my, in my, as far as I'm concerned, than the governor of the state of New York. You know, the mayor of New York City has a lot of power. This is the capital of the world. But, but you know what, you know, you know who the power players are? When 9-11 hit, yeah. when 9-11 came, Giuliani told Pataki, hey, step aside. This is my city. You know, I believe that Eric will do the same thing as he gets more comfortable I, in, I his, so. in his shoes. But, but you know what, yeah. Fernando? You talk about power players. You know who the power players are between now and Election Day? The voters of the state of New York. Those are the power players. Each and every one of the voters needs to look around the streets and see what's out there, see what's happening, and say, have you had enough yet? They need to say, we have had enough, we're going to stand up, we're going to vote Republican, or we're going to vote for different Democratic candidates that are not so progressive, and that's how we'll turn this state around. You know, what What I don't understand is that this shouldn't be about politics. This should be about, you know, everyone not wanting crime. People, you know, protesting against the criminals. It's the people. It doesn't matter whether you're a Democrat or Republican. The people that are being victimized, the people that are the victims and the criminals, most of them are all Democrats. I wanted to bring up a topic to you, Fernando Mateo, the news that broke last night that that migrant tent city in Orchard Beach is now being moved to Randall's Island due to storm concerns, also a lack of public transportation. Everything we've been saying, they were going to put about a thousand asylum seekers there. Your reaction to that news? Well, listen, it's good that they'll be at Randall's Island. I think it's a safer place for them to be. Uh, I think that the advice uh, the mayor got of taking them to Orchard Beach uh, was the wrong advice. But listen, as I said before, you live and you learn. Uh, You make mistakes. You pick up the ball and you run. Uh, And that's what Eric is trying to do right now. There's no, you know, listen, mistakes are made. We're all human. Uh, You can call it whatever you want to call it. But I I believe that he he's fixing what's wrong. The the hardest thing to do when you make a mistake is admit you've made a mistake. He's admitting it and he's taking it to Randall's Island where it will be a lot easier and better to uh, to to maintain uh, these tents and these immigrants that are here. Uh, and Fernando, this is Joe with you. Listen, one of the uh, big issues was also the community was not brought into play. The elected officials, uh, uh, John Graney and Mike Rendino and the Bronx uh, GOP, got all the community organizations together from City Island, uh, Allerton, uh, everyone, and had a press conference yesterday at 10 o'clock, uh, and all the media was there and said, hey, look at this. And I told them, I, I advised them uh, to sh- tell the media, show them the flooding uh, that's there in the parking lot that's been there for years, but anytime it rains. Uh, it was also 
a show of the rain that occurred all week and long that the media was able to say, hey, that water uh, is is just saturated there. That's an area also that uh, you know and I know that the Latino community uses all year round because they're there during the summer and the fall uh, to do their domino playing and they're uh, uh, hanging out and, and enjoying uh, the uh, the beach there. No one talked to anyone. And uh, they came in, started building out. And by the way, it's the same organization that was uh, building the uh, wall uh, in the border. Mm -hmm. uh, And all this money is gone to waste because they started uh, putting the nails into the ground. And now let's move it out. So it was a big mistake. And they got to take it upon themselves and say, hey, we did this wrong. But how long before people on Randall's Island are upset? And then they're going to say, let's put a Norwegian cruise line in Staten Island. Let's put them in Central Park because this is not sustainable. I think Vito uh, Fasella in uh, Staten Island is going to have World War III. I mean, I don't think he wants that. We have got 16,000 migrants. And Mayor Adams said, you know what? I blame the far left and the far right. But he's not blaming the person responsible, President Biden. Joe Ithier, why, why can't everybody just say what the real problem is? We need to close the border. Like, what is so hard with saying that? We it, need, it's we, an we issue need. that continues on and on and on. And as John says over and over, common sense, it's not in play here. That's the problem you, you know that we're I, having. Yeah, Fernando. You know, what I don't understand is when you go to Colombia or Mexico, Ecuador, any of these Latin American countries, and you cross their borders, they throw you out, you know. But... <laughs> It seems like crossing the American border is the end thing. It's like, hey, we can cross it now. Let's go in there. Let's do whatever we want. They'll give us a new phone. They'll give us this. They'll give us that. Uh, They give us $15,000. Who was giving you $15,000? Somebody was giving. Oh, I didn't even know. But but Biden's not going to close the border because the election's coming up. So he's not going to do anything that's going to hurt the Democratic Party. It's a hot-button issue, and they're afraid of it. But but how how do these immigrants help them? They can't vote. You know, people that are here don't really want them here. Democrats, as Republicans, don't want an influx of illegal immigrants coming into this country. So, I mean, what are they defending? What What are they afraid of? What votes are they going to lose? Well, but they try I mean, to get them. They try to get them to vote. Sense. They tried to get them to allow allow them to vote not that long ago. They yeah, tried to change that law. Vote. I know. I know. They're not. They're not going to vote. They're not U.S. citizens. It's not going to happen. And, so and by the way, the Fernando, well, one of the issues that uh, you hear out there and you hear it from uh, the folks that are being bussed into New York, they're afraid to hang out here in New York. They 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 read and they hear about what's going on on the subways and stuff. And, and now you get off a bus in Times Square or wherever, and they're like, where do we go now? And if they were suffering back in their country, they're being brought here, and all they hear about is the high crime rate. And you know for a fact, just yesterday, uh, was it Brooklyn, where in a bodega there was a, a stabbing, a shooting or whatever? I mean, you're on top of 
uh, what's been happening with the bodegueros, that's a big, big issue. And if you can't get your seniors to walk over to a bodega to get their Goya beans or, or rice or anything because they're afraid somebody's going to stab you or shoot you, we've got a serious issue. I have a friend who's an Amazon delivery guy. He said his, a lot of elderly customers are afraid to even go downstairs to, like, get their packages, and they ask him, hey, can you help walk me? I'm afraid to walk outside because the police that were stationed there are no longer there. I mean, Fernando Mateo, a lot of these Democrat policies, they claim they want to help the people of color. Those policies are actually hurting the people they claim to be helping the most. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't make sense. Uh, I believe that the people that are committing these crimes are committing them uh, in their own community. They're hurting. Hey, listen, the big the big victims here and the, and the criminals most of the time are people of color. Yes, uh, they're either black or they're Hispanic, and we're hurting our own. Yeah, and we can't That's be afraid right. to acknowledge that and say That's the right. truth. But it's the you illegal know, guns. It, 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 it's the illegal it, guns it's on the, the street. Gun. That's what agree? Kathy Hochul said. Fernando? The ghost gun. Do you agree? Yeah, the illegal guns. Hey, listen, I'm happy that the, that the Supreme Court passed the ruling where everyone, uh, any law-abiding citizen, should have the right to, to bear arms. You know, you go to Florida. There's no crime in Florida is almost non-existent. People don't mess with people because you don't know who's got a gun and who doesn't. What, what did the, so what did the Santa say to the looters? He says, stand your ground. If you come and you loot someone, shoot them. You know what? New York City needs a, a stand your ground law. And I believe it's a law that only people with common sense would agree with me. You know what you they know, need to? If, if you're a business owner, you don't want people coming into your business and, and robbing you. Can you imagine a bunch of looters going into a Gristides and, and, and take, doing whatever I they want to do? I have my Rocky Calavito back. <laughs> Stop, question, and go. frisk. Three words. That's what we need. Stop, question, and frisk. That will take the illegal guns yeah. off the street. Well, I'm, Fernando. I'm, I pray that Mayor, I pray, I pray that Mayor, Mayor, Mayor Eric Adams is going to do the right thing. I pray for him, New too. York. I pray yeah. you got to talk to him, Fernando. You got to talk. You have a big following of business people, bodegueros, all the things that you yeah. are involved in. They have to hear you. You know what happens is a lot of a lot of times they have so many advisors uh, that are in the bubble that it's hard for them to listen to go, anyone. Go that's directly of to the him. Bubble. Go directly to him. You have his text number. Yeah, and we'll have I his have back. His, I have his number. I have his number, and I speak to him all the time. Thank you. And I know that he's going to do the right thing. Thank you very much, uh, Fernando. Happy uh, Hispanic Heritage Day that we celebrated today. And and, and now we're going to go to uh, – thank you for being with us today. Thank and you. making John an a honorary bodeguero. <laughs> That's right. John Katsimatidis is an, honor, is an honorary bodeguero as of today. What is that? Can That's you a bodega owner. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.